You are listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, social, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. Visit exopolitics.org and sign up to receive our email notifications, news, and information. Be informed and be aware with Exopolitics Today. And now... Here is Dr. Michael Sala. Intelligence experts confirm UFOs are real, but don't agree about their origins. I was very interested by this CNN report that said that five intelligence sources have come forward and confidentially revealed some of the details about the coming UAP report that is due by the end of June. And what they agreed upon was that uh, the UAPs or UFOs are real. They're a national security threat. But they said that there was no agreement as to the origins of the craft. They could be extraterrestrial. They could be Chinese. They could be Russian. And so what we're going to be witnessing coming at the end of this month is going to be a report that does a couple of things. One, it's going to put UAPs on the radar of all major universities, academic think tanks, the Congress, the media, all now are going to be agreeing that the UAPs, the UFOs, are a genuine national security issue and something that needs to be studied conclusively. But the second area that's going to be opening up is the origins are going to be described as unknown. That experts are going to disagree about, well, they could be alien craft, they could be Chinese craft, they could be Russian craft, or they could be US reverse engineered craft as well, another possibility. But one of the things that the intelligence report is going to assert is that these are not US aircraft of any advanced nature. So they're going to rule out that explanation and just focus on either the Chinese, the Russian, or the extraterrestrial explanation for the UFOs. Now, what that does, of course, is going to generate an enormous media frenzy over the whole UFO phenomenon, something that we have never seen before. And that's going to be exciting uh, for many of us that are involved in UFO research, exopolitics research, but on the other hand, a, a cause for great concern because there's a deception here, a, a really major deception, because of course the intelligence community knows what these UFOs are. They understand very well that some of these UFOs are extraterrestrial craft. They also know that some of these craft are foreign craft, and we're not just talking about Russian or Chinese, but also German craft out of Antarctica. And of course, they know very well that some or many of these craft are actually reverse engineered craft. Now, the reason I say this is, is because there has been an enormous amount of evidence showing that many of these UFOs that were crashed were successfully reverse engineered and put into production by various US aerospace companies. And of course, you have the famous uh, comments by Ben Rich, the, uh, one of the directors of Lockheed's Skunk Works, saying in 1983 that Lockheed had been given the contract to take ET home. 
then in 1993, he said that uh, Lockheed has successfully developed the technology to take ET home. And also in other events, Rich acknowledged that it would take an act of God to declassify these technologies. Now, in the meantime, in 1988, uh, you, you had the very famous incident. Brad Sorensen, a patent illustrator, was taken to Edwards Air Force Base and saw three reverse engineered flying saucer craft that were on display. And it was quite clear that this air show was showing these flying saucers for potential US customers. So we're talking the CIA, we're talking the National Reconnaissance Office, we're talking about the uh, US Air Force's Space Command at the time, which is now being renamed Space Force, and of course the US Navy. So these were the known customers at the time. There probably were other uh, major customers, uh, other possibly other major aerospace corporations in the US, uh, other national space programs, possibly from allies such as uh, Britain, Canada, uh, Australia, even France. All of these potential customers for these flying saucers that were on display for this air show at Edwards Air Force Base. So just as you have uh, military air shows uh, for potential customers all over the world for the most advanced crafts such as the F-35. So in 1988 there was an air show but for a, a much more restricted pool of potential customers. Now as for what these UAPs are, the intelligence community knows very well that some of these craft are reverse engineered by major corporations and that belong to various uh, US and foreign customers. Another potential explanation is the German connection. Now as far back as the mid-1950s, uh, we have a very credible insider reports saying that the CIA was already monitoring air traffic down in South America and Antarctica. The job given to some of these aircraft monitors by the CIA was to distinguish between UFOs that belonged to the German space program out of Antarctica and UFOs that were alien in origin. So that was back in the 1950s. We're talking over 60 years ago that the CIA, the NSA and other intelligence communities from the US and their foreign partners from the Five Eyes were already developing the technological means to distinguish between flying saucers that were extraterrestrial in origin and flying saucers that were German in origin out of Antarctica. Now, if you want to learn more about the German-Antarctic uh, connection, the uh, Dark Fleet, uh, I recently released the Vimeo recording of my uh, May 22nd webinar on the Antarctica and the Dark Fleet. So take a look at that so you get the full history of exactly what has been happening in Antarctica with the formation of the Dark Fleet. So the US intelligence community since the 1950s knows full well that some of these extraterrestrial craft were German in origin, some were extraterrestrial in origin. And in the 60s, 70s and 80s, uh, they began to reverse engineer some of these craft for themselves. And of course, we have the famous uh, comments by Ben Rich confirming that uh, Lockheed Skunk Works 
uh, was working on reverse engineering some of these craft and we know that that was occurring in places like Area 51 because Lockheed's uh, Skunk Works actually was involved with the CIA in locating Area 51 and choosing that as a preferred location for doing some of the advanced research and development of some of the captured extraterrestrial spacecraft that were originally stored at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base but in the mid to late 1950s were all transferred over to Area 51 to the S-4 facility where they were put under the control of the CIA and then studied uh, by the different uh, military branches, by major corporations and reverse engineered and built for major customers as we, as I mentioned. So you had this uh, air show down at uh, Edwards Air Force Base in 1988. So what does that take us now? Well now we're on this, uh, on the cusp of this major uh, revolution where all of a sudden the UAPs are going to be uh, revealed to be real, that uh, UFOs are going to become serious business, all major uh, universities, media, uh, uh, legislative bodies all over the world are suddenly going to become very interested in these and they're going to focus on these being a national security threat, an unknown national security threat, which is uh, a load of crap because the intelligence community knows very well what these are. They can distinguish them. But nevertheless, the public is going to be deceived once again. Uh, people are going to be put into this fear about these UFOs. What are they? Chinese, Russian, possibly uh, alien craft. But the end result is going to be that there's going to be a demand, a call for major funding of Space Force. And so Space Force will be able to move forward in uh, releasing some of these advanced technologies that it's been handed over by Air Force Space Command, some of the flying triangles, flying saucers, and Space Force is, is going to go through this uh, charade of saying, well, these are new technologies. We've successfully developed these recently. And in order to meet this UAP threat, possibly from China, Russia, extraterrestrial, we are now going to build 300 squadrons of these to establish space supremacy. Because the Air Force has established air supremacy with over 300 squadrons of you know, F-35s, F-22s, F-16, all of the different uh, fighters and bombers that are in the Air Force arsenal. They have over 300 squadrons to establish worldwide air superiority. So Space Force is going to have the job of doing that, uh, not only for the air, of the upper atmosphere but for space so they'll need to have 300 squadrons and that's going to be a far cry from the two or three squadrons that currently exist that are controlled by um, space command air force special operations by the nro cia uh, space program and so the this is going to be very very expensive so this this uh, unfolding intelligence report that's going to be dropped is going to be part of an agenda to basically feed much more money to the military industrial complex and a big distraction. Big distraction from what? Okay, you take your guess. Uh, 2020 election, COVID, you, you make your guess what they're trying to distract you from. But the deep state is definitely rolling this out as part of a big distraction. But those of us in the uh, UFO community, uh, you know, we've got to accept that this is a gift, a kind of Trojan horse gift, but we need to be aware 
of what lurks inside this gift that UFOs are real, but of course that's going to be spun very greatly. So if you want to learn more about this particular topic of uh, what the UAPs are, then I recommend uh, my upcoming webinar on June 19, which is going to be called The Untold History of America's Reverse Engineering of Alien Spacecraft. So that's going to dive really into the history of how the US has been reverse engineering these craft, dating back all the way to the Los Angeles Air Raid in 1942. So you can find out more information, just go to my website, exopolitics.org. I have a trailer for you to look at, and I hope you can join me then. Don't forget to subscribe to my email list on exopolitics.org. That's the best way to stay in touch these days with social media censorship. You never know when you're gonna be deplatformed from any of the major sites. So subscribing to the email list is the best way for you to get updates on my website and on my new Exopolitics Today podcast. So thank you for listening and aloha.